This is Ashley Kelsch, and you are listening to Life Coaching for Modern Renegades, episode number 63. Welcome to Modern Renegades Podcast. This is a life coaching podcast for the person who wants to learn how to lose themselves in the moment, not life circumstances. Each week, we will explore mental and spiritual practices that will inspire you to ask, seek, and heal. They are for the modern renegade. They are for you. Renegades, what is going on today? Happy Saturday. Are you still in bed? I hope you're in bed listening to this. That is the perfect way and a great example of what I call the slow roll. Coffee, in bed, podcasts, a book. (sighs) I'm going to go do that after I'm done with this recording. (laughs) You know, I may have mentioned in previous episodes that my state of mind recently has been that of one who is on like mile 18 of a marathon. And I'm going to say that this is a state of mind due to the pandemic. (laughs) I think of this, I'm like, hmm, wait we're still doing this. Like this is still happening. We're still out here. We have eight more miles to go. Oh my God. I've had my mindset. It was so good. I started out, I was excited. I was strong. I was determined. And now I'm like, holy shit. Hmm. Here we are still going. I was relieved to hear from my therapist that At the same time I started thinking this, which was in the middle of December, he had noticed collectively amongst his clients and through observation that we had all hit another dip at the same time. And I'm telling you this because I was relieved to know that I wasn't alone in that thought, which is a little ironic for me because I'm really good at convincing myself that I like to be alone with things. I want to be unique. You know, I aim to achieve that not everyone else is as fucked up as I am. That's not an achievement, but I have gone to therapy thinking nobody understands what I'm going through is just unheard of. And my therapist is going to be saying the same thing. Like, I can't believe I've never heard of somebody with this problem. It must be so crazy and hard to be you. And more than not, he's like, yeah, so this is pretty textbook. And then I'm completely devastated that I'm not unique. (laughs) What do you mean? My problems are like everyone else's problems. That can't be. Mine are harder. And this is all of this is to say is that I am so relieved to know that I am not the only one alone in that thought. I'm really actually grateful for it. I've been watching Fran Lebowitz on a documentary that she did with Martin Scorsese. It's called Pretend It's a City. It's on Netflix. And there's an episode about wellness and working out. And it's really fucking great because we as a culture have adopted this behavior of needing to challenge ourselves. And we do it with our workouts on vacations and in our day-to-day living. And Fran, who was born in the 1950s and of a completely different era and mindset, is like, she said, life is already challenging. Why would I need to make it more difficult? I was also brought up from a family born in the 1950s Midwest, and they think it's bananas that I run like I do or work out like I do. And I say do, but I should be saying did, because I have very little desire to work out the way that I used to. 
and which is why I've been thinking about what she said and the mindset of my dad and some of my family members, I keep thinking, I just don't have that in me. That sounds hard, not to mention it's actually starting to really hurt my body. And I'm sure that is age combined with poor recovery practices. But I also think it has something to do with what is going on in the world each day. My workout has become managing my mind and emotions through this pandemic and doing the same with my mind around preparing my kids to go to college. And I think with all the downtime that we're experiencing and the lack of maybe distractions or that we're not as focused on some other things, at least for me, what I'm saying is that I am seeing and witnessing sides of myself that I never have that have been waiting, I'm sure, for my attention. And it is a fucking challenge. And physically, I am so pleased if I make it out for a walk, if I roll around and stretch and call it gentle yoga, or if I dance a bit around my apartment. I have tried to pretend to lift weights. I did do this little Tracy Anderson thing the other day because, I, again, I was like, well, maybe music would make this more interesting. But I refuse to be hard on myself for the fact that I'm not working out and training the way that I used to. For a few months, I thought I should join a run group again. I should train and run with friends. And I just keep coming back to, A, that is not happening. I, I don't do it. And I shouldn't. I should be as gentle and soft with myself right now because we are living through an experience that is completely reshaping the world that we once knew. And the old way of being. The marathon training before the Bikram yoga, that was some really great practice to prepare me and my mind for the hard, for what it is now. My new practices that I'm committed to are assisting and encouraging my mental health and my well-being. Practices that teach me, show me, and allow for me to encourage seeing what I'm thinking, how to focus, and truly start to embody what's real in this present moment. I journal every day. I inquire, examine, and question my thinking. I breathe, I move, and I seek pleasure. When life got hard in the past, I tried to face it by overcoming those obstacles through ways that I genuinely thought would work, like drinking. That will relieve and relax you. Finding a man. If you have someone who loves you, you can get through anything. Shopping, comforting myself with new, to look, feel better. Pounding the pavement until I couldn't think anymore and restricting foods so that as long as you're thin, you can get through anything. I deprived myself of feeling, nourishment and pleasure. I distracted myself with attention, validation and materials and I defaulted over and over again. Before now, I didn't see how I'd been looking for all of these things through promotions and romantic love and being someone to everyone that I'm not. And I thought I knew. I truly believed I did. But what has been revealed to me below all of my suffering and the symptoms was this constant behavior of choosing things outside of me to feel good about who I am, to be noticed, to be chosen, but never choosing me for me how I am and who I am without the title, the man or the friends. If it's not a man, it's a martini. If it's not a martini, it's a MasterCard. If it's not the MasterCard, it's a muffin. I love this quote. I will never forget this quote. 
processing life through these new practices has given me an understanding and a deeper knowing of my personal self-worth, love, and acceptance. Now, I just said that quote about the man, martini, MasterCard, and muffin, and that is not what I'm talking about processing my new practices. That was the earlier aforementioned journaling, mindfulness, breathing, movement, pleasure. My brain, like your brain, has been trained to think that these are the things that will make you feel happy and satisfied. But we are talking about an insatiable tank, a bottomless tank that will never fill. You can stuff every hole you have. Literally, you do this long enough and you will discover it's nothing more than a game of whack-a-mole. Renegades, I want to invite you to go home. I want to invite you to dive deeper with me. Would you believe me if I told you you had all the answers? You are the coping mechanism. You are the way to feel whole again. I think we have an adverse reaction to the words of like self-care or self-love. I've mocked it myself a little. Maybe no one else has. Maybe that was just me. Do you really think taking a bath every day is going to soothe the world and its problems like a Carrigan commercial? I would mockingly think about that commercial and ask myself those questions while in the bath. Some short answer, maybe not, but the long answer is yes, Taking time to care for ourselves, however that looks for you, be it in the bath or rubbing lotion on your body to feel, touch is healing. This is self-care. Cooking and preparing foods to nourish our bodies is self-care. Touching your body, getting to know, and I'm about to say it, getting to know your pussy and what turns you on, self-care. Being mindful of the people you talk to and how you let others talk to you is medicine for your mind. It is self-care. Rest and recovery, equally as important as the daily workout. I'm amazed at how much effort we are willing to exert to cut our body fat or the dedication we practice to train for a sub-four-hour marathon, but we don't practice applying the same effort on the thoughts that we think that put us down about criticizing our body shaming us for not being farther along in life. We are fucking relentless renegades. I watch how much time and energy we give to scrolling social media, looking at who everyone's been out with, what they've been doing, or on dating apps, imagining a life with someone else, when we could be investing that time in ourselves doing things that would evolve us, inspire us, or teach us something new about who we are. Marianne Williamson says, The lover is not whom we hide behind, the lover is who appears before us as we emerge from the shadow of our own delusions. A goddess does not go and get a lover. She is a true lover, and happiness gathers unto her. Love is not something that comes into us from someone else. It is an extension of our own mind, reverberating back to us in what seems to be another person's smile. We spend so much time outside of ourselves that it's no wonder that we don't know what to do with ourselves when we are alone. What personal thing do you know about you? Have you asked yourself, what's the most interesting thing I know about me? What's my favorite color? What part of my body gets me turned on when touched? What's the one song I could dance to all night? What is your self-care routine? How do you practice self-love? What actions do you take? How protective are you of you? Consider that your biggest opponent oftentimes isn't your ex, 
the deadline, the marathon you are setting out to race, or the number on the scale, consider it's your thinking. It's you. The person standing on the other side of the mirror, the one looking over your work, the one ruminating and spinning stories left, right, and sideways, the one telling you what it means that you weigh this much or that you are this age. When you are standing in front of the mirror, are you showing up loving every bit of your body? Or do you target and start to pick yourself apart? When you're alone, do you tend to fill your time thinking about how lonely you are? He's not reaching out or asking me out and thinking about what you should have said. If you could get another chance, you'd just be different. Do you obsess with work and getting promoted, being the person that people rely on and need? Or do you take this downtime to replenish and restore yourself from the demands of the day to day? Inquire, seek, and reveal. If your thinking is held up in any of these areas, this is your work. These are your ceilings. These are the areas you want to start actively loving creating new thought patterns, and developing new habits, beliefs, ideas. They're all symptoms to your suffering from your inability to love and accept you just as you are. We have been taught by society that validation and self-worth through romantic love, physical appearance, accolades, promotion. We're taught to be someone for everyone, someone you're not. That choosing all these things outside yourself to feel noticed or seen is how you will feel good. And I am here to tell you, It is the world's biggest scam. It is an insatiable, bottomless tank that will never be filled from the outside. And it is fucking exhausting. The amount of time and energy that we mentally and emotionally give to the attempts is outrageous. It's decades long, renegades. I want you to think about the years that you have been consumed with trying to be something for everyone else, something you are maybe not. How do we really learn to love ourselves back home? How do we learn to choose us even when the world around us is saying you're not doing it right? How can you love yourself when you are single, not skinny, not curvy enough, not working hard enough, working too hard? It starts with understanding and recognizing that the standard that has been placed before you was created to make you feel exactly this, unworthy and not good enough. We are talking about thousands of years of putting women down, teaching us to compete with one another, making sure that we know that we are the lesser sex, that we are to be seen as sex, objectified to know our place. Do not think it's not continuing to happen now, even in this day and age. The exposure of how women have been treated over the years, assaulted, held back, critiqued, is in the media and is finally becoming a conversation. But the misogynistic patriarchal culture that we are absorbed in doesn't just evaporate. We are talking about generations of programming. Consider the fact that now we are told curves are in. Women CEOs are the wave of the future. To some degree, this is disingenuous. We are still being told by outside forces what we can do and who we can be. It is pre-approved. It's confirmed by the media. It is trending And the truth is, none of this will matter if you don't know for you, aside from all of this, if it's what you want. And until you have a loving, meaningful relationship with yourself, none of it will be enough. As women, we are constantly being challenged. As women in a modern world that has taught us to compromise before we come up, we have been trained to show up in a way that is counterintuitive to our makeup. And forgive me for speaking in heteronormative tones, I'm speaking mostly of this feminine energy, but 
I'm talking about what is working against us is this patriarchal world culture, which has taught us that masculine energy is the way to overcome obstacles and do hard things. Be a badass. Nail it. I just killed it. They've taught us that pussies are weak, that you're too emotional. Don't act like a girl. All of this language combined with women being told how to look and to be a certain way in the home, at work, have kids, don't be sexual. How should we act? When you start to piece it apart, renegades, it's fucking alarming. How could you love yourself or know yourself or care for yourself in a way that is intuitive to your nature? You almost don't stand a chance. Almost. Mama Gina says that being a woman means so much more than having a vagina. The feminine force is intuitive, nurturing, the connecting glue. The feminine is a place inside us where we are receptive rather than active. In this country and on this planet, humans have everything we need in order to heal the world and live happy lives. We have information, technology, skills, money, intelligence, and scientific ability. What we are lacking is meaningful relationships. We lack the conscious intention to use our resource for the purpose of love and healing. And without this, we cannot go anywhere. We are like a 747 without fuel. Love is our fuel. The more we can learn to know and heal ourselves, the more we can help those around us, our community, family, and friends. When we soften in our struggle and stop demanding so much of ourselves, we can stop expecting others to do the same. We can see their pain because we know pain. Self-care is love. It is the greatest act of love that you can have for yourself. Getting to know you and understanding who you are is not only something that I would find useful (laughs) at its most basic, but necessary for us to operate in this world today, tomorrow, post-pandemic, during a pandemic. It won't matter. Until next week, renegades, think and stay sexy. Hey, renegades, if you're finding the tools and concepts I'm sharing each week about your brain on dating, you won't want to miss out on working with me one-on-one. I've just launched my program, Wake Up Before Another Breakup, and in just eight weeks, you won't question if you can trust yourself to date or why you can't find the one. Head on over to modernrenegades.com forward slash programs to learn more about it and how you can work with me. Let's learn how to lose ourselves in the moment, not the man.